So it's just a cool testimony. So here's James and Rhonda. So you know, I guess I kind of want to start this off with um, you know, kind of the sad, but kind of the good. Um, early in the year, I mean, um, many of you guys know I lost, we lost our daughter. And um, so it was kind of a somber start to the year, and I was, you know, praying for a better year. Um, and as we kind of got going with it, um, things started off pretty well. Um, Everybody knows here that we probably uh, own a chicken wings restaurant. <laughs> and, um, you know, there's just a lot of stuff going on and we just had to, we just had to kind of keep going and keep working with it. But we just knew that uh, um, whatever was going to happen, God was going to put it, put it in our way. And so um, we get through uh, Super Bowl and um, start looking forward to uh, all of our businesses, a lot around sports, and you've got March Madness and, all, and NHL, NBA, all that stuff is all um, tied to a lot of business that we had going on. And here comes this bug. I, I'm going to call it a bug. <laughs> called COVID. And Everything starts slowing down, and the governor's, you know, making his his assessments of it. And um, at first, he just says, um, "Okay, if you're going to stay open, you got to run with half your staff." And we're not a big restaurant; we've got like 12, 14 people, <laughs> so we got to run with seven. So, and then you have to shut down early. We can't stay open late anymore. I mean, and then two days after that, he's like, okay, we're going to shut down all dining room. Nothing happened. And somewhere in between all of this madness, baseball's canceled, NBA's canceled, every sport in the planet's canceled. <laughs> and we're like, we're not going to make it. <laughs> and but I was like, you know what? We're just gonna just give it to God and God will take care of it. And so, you know, the first few days come around and, you know, people are showing up and they're just like, you know what? We wanna still support you guys, you know. Um, they know about all everything that's going on. We just wanna support you guys and they start coming in. Next thing you know, it's like a couple of more days go, go by and, um, You know, we're just doing takeout and delivery at this point. We're not doing any dining room service, um, barely have any bar service or whatever, or anything, because they've shut up down all the bars. And at that point, um, we just said, you know, we're just going to give it to God. We'll see what happens. And all of a sudden, we just, the, the floodgates just opened. <laughs> I mean, it was weird because it's like, okay, there's nothing going on. What's happening here? Like, we're getting slammed at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon when, when usually we're doing all, all of our cleanup. <laughs> and everybody just starts pouring in, hey, we want to support you. And not just support us, you know, uh, from a business standpoint. I mean, they're, like, they're just graciously tipping. And um, I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, you know, it's like their bill would be $20 and they'd leave 40 and say, keep the change. <laughs> and that's how it was. And then we get through March. Mind you, this is, there's no March madness. We beat last year's sales. We beat um, the previous month's sales. And we were darn near close to um, our record month in March. And, then, and, and we're doing this with less hours, less staff and shortened hours of the day. And so it just keeps on going. April hits, 
we beat month after month since April. We've beat a new record, a new record, a new record. And it's continued on through, um, well, really today. <laughs> um, some people, you guys, I never knew it existed, but there's a day called National Chicken Wing Day. <laughs> you should probably know that. <laughs> I knew that, I knew the day exists. Now, um, before I started this business is what I meant. Um, and the first, first couple of National Chicken Wing Days were just kind of like mellow. I, I felt like nobody really did know it existed. But uh, last year was a testament because we, you know, we had been starting to grow since last year, but last year, National Chicken Wing Day, we did a fabulous day. It was busy all day long from open to close. And then this year hits, and we're, we're in the COVID year, okay? So this year hits, National Chicken Wing Day. I mean, the phones start ringing like five minutes before we open. I mean, I don't know how to explain it more than um, the ticket rails were just full all day long. <laughs> all day long. It was nothing but nonstop chicken. There was always chicken in a fryer, always fries in a fryer. It was just the busiest day. It was another Super Bowl. And that's what, and that's what basically um, happens here. I mean, this, the, the floodgates just open. And I mean, it's like, I can only give it to God because he's the one who's controlling everything. And we're just um, blessed and receiving it and thankful to um, a lot of people here, a lot of people who um, come and visit us and come see us and enjoy the food that we put out. And that's my testimony. I mean, I can't really explain it other than that. That's it's just, awesome. Just Rhonda, continuing when, when, to go. <laughs> when did you set the, the month goal? You remember? It probably about eight months ago. Yeah, so yeah, I, I remember you came. I forgot about that too. No, it's okay, because this is a cool part to me. So you, you came and, and you set a goal. Like, hey, this is what we'd like to do a month, right? Yeah, and we were pretty far away from Yeah, a long ways, right? Yeah. And then COVID and all the nonsense COVID hits. Did, and then in July, we passed that. In July, they hit it. July Hallelujah. Hit. It, through all that. That's through, what's really through cool. Through all of that. And just seeing, experiencing there's limitlessness in God. So just going, you know what? This doesn't make any sense, but we're gonna go within and see that number as if it's already happened to them. Last month's the record. It'd be another record this month, amen? It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, praise God. So thanks, bro. I love it. Thanks. So, they gotta run probably because they gotta go do some uh, stuff for the fight. So hey, give praise some words for the hand. Thank you guys. Uh, we'll share a couple other, yeah, I'll share like one more testimony. Is that right? Or maybe two. And then I'll save the rest for... Uh, I appreciate you guys sending these in. Oh, you know what? The, one of the greatest ever for me, it may not seem like a lot, but I'll just share this. This is, you guys would know her. It's a friend of ours in Denver that uh, has been tuning in and uh, this is the most rewarding thing to me. Um, oh, yeah. It's so good because she's realizing God's not angry and there's not this scary um, outside forces that have anything to do with us. And so uh, she just wrote this. She goes, your last three sermons blew all the thick smoke out of my brain, putting the puzzle pieces finally together with revelation that I've wanted to know after decades of Christianity, reading the Bible nonstop in many books. Thank you, God, you precious son of God. I'm super blessed that you share the deep revelations of the word of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your faithfulness. That means more to me because knowing her story, I'm like, oh, now she can rest. Because <laughs> there was so much turmoil and the devil this and the demons and oh my gosh, guys. Oh boy. Oh, anyway, that's, that's so rewarding to me. It doesn't mean that sound like a lot to you, but that's one for me. I'm like, oh God, that's awesome. Um, this is a cool one. This is uh, Bill Benelli. Bill, good talking to you. Um, and if I butcher this, let me know, because he was just dictating it kind of to me, and, and I was writing it down as he was sharing. So anyway, he was sharing that. Uh, he goes, what you were, gosh, you're saying things that I've known my whole life. Um, so when he was a kid, he was in Santa Clarita. Some of you guys know where that is in California, the, 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 the valley area there. And so, um, oh, here it is, yeah. So 
He said, uh, I was a young boy and I opened a body shop in a garage in the Santa Clarita area. And uh, he goes, it was completely empty, like no business. It's kind of like this story right here. He goes, but I would go in and, and close my eyes and stretch out my arms and see and feel my garage completely filled with work. And then I would walk out of the garage and picture the empty lot across the street overflowing with cars that I needed to work on. I would just do this day after day in complete joy, seeing the business I wanted. After a while, I had more work than any other garage and body shop in the entire valley. He goes, I was younger younger than anyone else. They would all call me kid. They were like, kid, what are you doing? He goes, I would tell them, and they wouldn't believe me. They said, no, but what are you doing? Because they wanted the, the steps, right? And he's going, I'm trying to tell you, I see it full, and I just seeing everything full in the business I want, and it's just coming to me effortlessly. And so he said, this message that you're sharing and realizing that other people think the same way has given me hope, and I'm very excited about my physical health as well. So we're, we're praying for you tomorrow, Bill, tomorrow morning with the prayer team, and, and uh, I promise you the physical health is, is just as, as simple as that. Amen? All right. Uh, and this is, this is a, I'll save some of these other ones. This is a fun one for, from uh, Vernon Cathy's family. They, they shared this with us yesterday. So uh, their family, they, they're, they have, they're a musician and a songwriter. Their, their brother-in-law is a musician and a songwriter. And this is really cool for business too, guys. So it's, he said, uh, it took them two years to get to 35,000 listeners on Spotify, which is still pretty good. And then they said, uh, you know what? We just started seeing ourselves as having 150,000 listeners instead of 33,000. And in a week and a half, so one and a half weeks, they went from 35,000 to 99,000 listeners. That's pretty good, isn't it? So congratulations, guys. And the same thing is, is everything else is just as simple. That's the divinity within you, amen? I'll, I'll save these other ones for, for later just because I wanted you guys to hear James and Rhonda's testimony too. I thought that was pretty cool, isn't it? Because the easiest thing would be, oh, COVID, and it's going to affect everything, and oh my God, the, you know. Um, there goes the yeah, anybody can do this. Because it, it's not dependent, it's, this is when you really get your arms wrapped around this. It's not dependent on your business, it's not dependent on your job, um, it's not dependent on anything but what you do within. Isn't that wild? Your job is to plant the seed. We think we still have to grow the seed, <laughs> we think we have to make it happen. And so what, what you see the truth about yourself spiritually, whether it's emotionally, physically, financially, I'm just committed to helping people do that and make it practical. So there's lots of people, the theology and everything else, but uh, to me, I'm just, with, if it's just theology and we can't, if it doesn't mean anything to the single mom tomorrow that needs to figure out how to put food on her table or, or uh, pay her bills, then it doesn't mean anything to me. Does anybody else relate to that? Some people like to study about God. I just like, no way, man. I just, if I'm his bride and all of you guys are the bride of Christ, there's no way a loving husband would allow me to worry and be stressed and go through life like that. You guys agree with that? That's what scripture's real to me. It's practical. So anyway, uh, let's, let's just, let's get going in this. So the mystery of cough, I want to share this with you. The limitless, your limitless glory. And so let's just go to that first slide. I'll pay attention to time too. So, all right. So Young's little translation, it, it reads a little bit differently, but uh, um, it's kind of fun. I, I would read uh, Francois' mirror translation, Colossians 1, 26 through 28. It's awesome too. Um, but here's just Young's little translation. So the secret that has been hid from ages and from generations, but is now made manifest to his saints, to whom God did will to make known what is the riches of the glory of the secret among the nations. It says Gentiles there, but if you go look at it in the Greek, it's ethnos, it's all ethnicities. So he's trying to say this, he's trying to say, there was a secret that ages and ages of people passed, generations passed, but now it's revealed. So it means a secret that was there for ages and generations was always there, it's just now coming alive to it. Does that help you guys? So it's not something that, um, it was always there, put it that way. I love what Francois says, he says, gold doesn't become gold when you discover it, but it sure becomes valuable when you discover it. It was always gold in you. Does that make sense? So and if, if there's riches of glory in the secret among the nations, I don't wanna just take this stuff spiritually. I know a lot of people just take it spiritually, but if I have riches within Again, I, I just try to make this stuff practical as I was going, hey, sweetie, there's riches within. And if that's just that, if that's what it is, wouldn't you like to enjoy it as well, like the real riches? And it, it's not, I don't want to put it off till we get to quote unquote heaven someday. What? 
he, there's no way he'd make a struggle like this. In my opinion, you can struggle all you want, but here, <laughs> I just refuse. It's like I refuse to live life like that. It just doesn't sound very fun to me. So, and I would share this with you as, as we get into this. If you're miserable in some area of your life, don't spend one more minute being miserable. Decide today to just go, I'm done with being miserable in that. I'm gonna start living in the riches that are within. Does that help you guys at all? Yes. You can literally choose to do that. Isn't that wild? And we'll show you how to do it. So, so let's see what this riches and the glory of the secret among the nations, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, I grew up my whole life going, oh yeah, Jesus is in me. He jumped in when I said the words. But then, I, then it was like, wait till heaven again <laughs> to enjoy anything, right? At least, you're, at least you got your fire insurance, you got your asbestos suit. You know, like, like what? That doesn't sound, that's just goofy to me. But Christ in you, Christ literally, Paul says this. He says, the ministry's job, if you're gonna listen to anybody, um, and we were sharing this the other night with a lot of the people that have been through Bible school and everything else. This is what the Bible school syllabus should be to me. You know when you come the first day of class and they give you a syllabus? I always loved those days. I'm like, oh, do nothing today. Thank you, Lord. We're just gonna screw around and get our books and everything else. So it should say this. You're completing Christ, nothing lacking. That's it. Go home. That should be how it starts and ends, in my opinion. But we have so much focus on sin and, and all these different things and the devil. And, and like I said, if you must believe in the real devil, please believe that he's under your feet. Like the, he has no issue to you, I promise you. He's no, because I hear some of the strange teaching that you were safe until you got saved, but now you're saved, the devil's after you. That is the most ridiculous anti-biblical thing I've ever heard. Like that's ridiculous to me. Like, can you read your book? <laughs> your book says, the Diablos has been defeated. You're so far above him and seated with Christ in heavenly places that he's not even an issue. So he, there's no issue with him, with COVID, with who wins this. There's nothing. There's nothing. I want you guys to get that. Now, I have my preferences of who would, who would I'd like to win, but I was just sharing this with Vern and Kathy. I go, regardless of who wins, you know how my life changes? Not, it doesn't. Because the kingdom's within. So just like COVID didn't affect their business, if, if they would allowed it to affect their business, it would affect their business. But they're having record months. And on, I was gonna tell them, I was like, hey, sh keep your time short. If you're, you're, it's proving to you that you can do it on less people, less hours, and record months, why change? I, I, when I talk to them, I'm gonna tell them, like, go home, sleep, right? Anyway, that's me. So because I'm, I'm ambitiously lazy. So I, I just like, I'll do whatever, but as little as I need to. So, so what is the riches of the glory that's been hidden for ages, but is now revealed in, in it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we proclaim, warning or admonishing. It's like a, it's not a warning like you better or else God's gonna, or the devil's gonna get you. It's not that warning. It's like, um, it's, it, everything has to be edifying. So if you go look at that word, it's like, hey, sharing with you this truth. The every man, teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect. And that word perfect is without shortcoming, you're fully efficient in Christ Jesus. That's why the syllabus on day one should be, you're complete in Christ. It was hidden in you for ages, but it's now you and you're one with him and you're in union with him. You're fully efficient for anything. See, I, I think we have this idea. He says, um, he's blessed us with how many spiritual blessings? Everything that's available. All spiritual blessing where? Within, in heavenly places is what it says, right? And then he says, I've already given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. So we already have it. We're fully equipped. And he, says, he also says this, he goes, I'm not gonna leave you orphans, right? Now, we love, like with Inspire 100, things like that, we love taking care of single moms and, and widows and orphans, et cetera, but the true goal in all of that is to show them that they have a husband named God. <laughs> it's a pretty good husband to marry into. Right, you, all of us married up, <laughs> right? Actually, he married, in his eyes, I look at myself, I go, he married down, but he's like, no, you were the spotless bride I've dreamed of, I've married myself, I've married perfection, and the spotless bride, so the real goal is to go, I'm not gonna leave you orphans, I'm not gonna leave you, and when I send my Holy Spirit, everybody's gonna not have a fear of God anymore, what are they gonna say about God? He's my daddy. 
So he goes, I've, lived in you, I've given you inheritance. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the set-apart spirit. And he goes, in that day, you're gonna realize I'm in you, you're in me, and you carry my name. You're not a Popovich anymore, you're my name. You're one with God. That's a pretty good family to be in and receive your inheritance from, isn't it? Now, is that the kind of gospel you heard growing up? I did not. It was like, get your act together because if you get hit by a bus today, you might get, be eternally tortured forever, right? Like, I love you so much, sweetie. In case you don't love me back, I'm gonna have this place to torture you forever. That's weird, isn't it? Yes. And then the next thing, like, oh, that sounds so great. I wanna be married to you. What? That's just bizarre, isn't it? So anyway, <clears throat> so you are without shortcoming. Now let's look at this. I, I wanted to show you this a little bit. I, there's, scripture says this, which is so cool to me. All creation speaks of him. It says, the gospel's been preached to every person on the planet if they just looked at scripture. It'll save us some time of evangelism, wouldn't it? Realizing that it's already been preached to everybody. Paul says it's been preached to everybody in the world multiple times. Isn't that interesting? So what are we doing? We're doing everything but this. We're going, no, you're perfect in Christ. You're in. You're in. Guess what? Your Muslim friend, you're in. You can't get any more perfect in him. You're in. That's evangelism today. Isn't that wild? Anyway. So the word, the word glory, Christ in you, Christ literally is, is the anointing, the Messiah, it's the anointing. So I've, I've shared this multiple times, but I want you to get this because when the prophets, priests, and kings, which are all types and shadows of Christ, as Jesus says on the road to Emmaus, he says the law, the Psalms, and the prophets are, are all stories written about him. And if I'm a joint heir of him, and if I see him as in a mirror, and as I see him in scripture, it's as if I'm looking in a mirror and the spirit himself transforms into that, then all the stories are truly written about who else? Us. So guess what? Noah's Ark is written about you. All these stories are written about you. Isn't that cool? And it's really this whole, this whole struggle of learning to live not out of the flesh, what we see with our senses, but living out of the spirit, the divinity within you, the limitlessness of God within you. The whole, the whole thing's about that. Bringing back your true identity, your redeemed, your redeemed identity as a son and daughter, perfectly loved, the spotless bride in Christ. That's who you've always been. It's now just revealed to you. Does that help you guys? Okay, so glory or doxa, that's, that's Christ. And guess what? So in the Old Testament, the prophets, priests, and kings were anointed and they were immediately changed in the narrative in the Old Testament. So you could take Saul, he was just you know, this average guy. He's anointed by the priest and immediately becomes kingly. Immediately starts receiving his inheritance. Immediately starts proclaiming the good news of God. So you see that. You see, um, you see a prophet, meaning I could share things and I could speak things, not necessarily the vocal uh, outward speaking, but I think it's really more of the inward speaking. That who I talk to myself about all day, the self-talk all day, is kingly. And when I, when I decree a thing, it shall be established. It's really within, when you're saying it within, it's like, this is who I am. And you watch, all creation will gather everything that it has, heaven and earth will move to make that available to your love, when you speak that within. That's a, that's a king, he decrees a thing, that's a prophet, right? <clears throat> and as a priest, we can represent us and others face to face with God in this perfect unity. So as I'm sharing this stuff tonight, one, it's for you, obviously, but every one of you can do this for a loved one, a friend, people you don't even know. That's all the prayer team's doing is we're just going, you know what? We're gonna come beside these people and, and, uh, uh, and do this because we know, we know who we are. We know we're priests. And you are too. Isn't that cool? So anyway, so glory or doxa is Strong's 1391. Now, this, Paul's pretty excited about this secret that's been hidden for ages. There's riches to it. It's very, you become very rich when you get this secret unveiled to you. Shouldn't we know what it's all about? And it's so much more powerful to me that Christ in you, and you really understand this, like those pictures that we saw that were prophets, priests in the old kingdom, in the old covenant, is really pictures about the reality that every one of us have that today. And that anointing's within, it's spiritual, it's inside, it's in the secret place where you can't have it. And it's the confident expectation of glory. And so this word glory is doxa in Greek, 1391. But this is what's really cool to me, guys, when I'm starting to, to really look at the... Um, the Old Testament secrets in the Hebrew. It corresponds to the Old Testament word kavot. And it's Strong's 3519. It means heavy or weighty, abundant, rich, honor, splendor, glorious. So we, in, in today's world, we were trying to think of, um, you know, if somebody walked in and, and the, the example we finally settled in on because it wasn't political or weird, 
because everybody was telling me different stuff like Nancy Pelosi. I'm like, no, because <laughs> half of you are going to be upset. <laughs> so, but you know what? If she walked in, would we, I would hope you would honor her. I would hope you would honor her. Now, that's where I think this whole political thing is just getting crazy to me. Um, because guess what? It's really a reflection of you. Uh-oh. So, um, so it's best that what, uh, what you do with that. But uh, like Mother Teresa, if she walked in, all of us would see her weight. We would see what, she, like, wow, her life's work is what she's done. And, and really what he wants you to see is, so we could say this glory, this splendor, this heaviness, this honor, this riches, which are within you. We could say it like this is, um, that guy's a bad dude, like in a good way. Does that make sense? Like that guy's awesome. Follow me? Or, or like, uh, like Bill Lynn and the, the Seals and the Rangers and all that. So like I, I, my, I was like, those guys are the real deal, man. They carry weight. Does that make sense? Like that's bad to the bone stuff. Like people are complaining about having to go back to college because of COVID. I'm like, you see what these guys do? Like, don't come to me with that weakness, right? Like, these guys are bad to the bone. They carry weight, amen? And, and gosh, here's the thing. If, what are we teaching these kids? Like, they can't go back. You, you know how weighty you are? We, that should be the least worry of every one of you guys. Like, that is this, that's nothing. That's, that should be nothing to you, amen? Like, I carry Christ. Can you imagine Jesus going, hmm, ah, I might opt out of this semester, because I might catch COVID. <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm, try, I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying to be humorous, but get something across real. Do you know who you are? Christ in you, the hope of glory. That, so that word glory is this riches, and this is what's within you. The truth about you spiritually is you're a joint heir of Jesus Christ. So how, how much wealth and abundance and splendor does Jesus carry? The whole world is what he says. And that's where scripture says, the whole world's yours for the taking. Prayer in the New Testament is not begging God, and that's why the word ask in English is so bad. It's really laying hold of, it's lambano. It's laying hold of what's already yours. Okay? So, here's what's kind of cool. I, I, I dug into this a little bit last week, but then I'll show you some more. So the verb is Strong's, 30, the noun is kavot. And you can see the, from right to left, <clears throat> kaf, bet, and there's a vav in there, which I'll explain to you in a minute, and then dilet. The verb so the noun is riches, splendor, glory. The verb is be that. So in your mind, here's what the Hebrew word is. Be rich in your mind. Be glorious in your mind. Be weighty in your mind. Know who you are in your mind is what it is. Does that make sense to you guys? So here's what's really cool. So <clears throat> it's comprised of three Hebrew letters. Kaf, the Latin. Now this is pretty wild. So that first letter, kaf. Let me read this to you. So here's, I love getting into the, I love getting into the spiritual part of the, the Hebrew. It says, the mystery of kaf. To the Jews, the, the word kaf, which is a, a, a letter in the Hebrew language, but it's two letters. It's, it's kaf, I don't need to get into that. <clears throat> I'll just, I'll stop there. The letters of the word kaf are the initial letters of the Hebrew word koach, which means potential, and poel, which means actual. And so, <clears throat> to the Jews, it says this, the literal meaning of kaf is that the spiritual controls the physical. And it literally means to bend or shape. And I've shared that with you last week. It says, to bend or shape, um, look at that bottom one right now. So kaf is the first one, to bend or shape. And it says it takes the potential. Don't we see in scripture, it says, all things are possible so there's potential. There's limitless, the, the spirit, you can bind, shape, and, and, and do whatever you want with it. That's what's really interesting. It says all things are possible if you're persuaded, isn't it? We'll show you how easy it is to be persuaded tonight. So the Latin power of the spiritual, the potential, all things are possible, will be made in the actual is what the cough means. So it says cough, it can take the physical, and it takes the spirit and bends the physical. This is literally what the Hebrews looked at cough as. Bet is the tabernacle or the house of God. Who's the house of God? You are. So all of the pictures of the Ark of the Covenant, all the pictures of the tabernacle running around in the wilderness are really pictures of who? You. David's tabernacle is really a picture of you. Amen? 
So that was the revelation in the New Testament. Don't you get it? You're the tabernacle, you're the skin tent where God dwells in. You're the tabernacle where he dwells in tents not made of by human hands. So, <clears throat> so that, that's what that uh, bed is, the house of God or within, and then Delet is the doorway or path. So if you look at that, here's what he's saying. What you do within the house, what you do within, shapes and bends all reality and takes all the spiritual potential and makes it real to you in the actual. That's Hebrew. Isn't that better than what we're reading in English? Like that's actually really awesome to me, isn't it? So, and the, it, so then they keep going. So the literal meaning is, is a, the, a cuffed hand like that. So the Hebrews, this is what's interesting to me because every week the father would come and he would place his, he would barach them, he would bless them. He would place his hand on their head. So it was like a, a bender shape. And so what he's doing, he's, he's speaking into that son's life of who he is that you're a child of God, you're God's chosen people. Anything you put your hand to shall prosper. God's with you every day of your life. Nothing will go near your tent. No evil will befall you. He's spending and shaping his son is what it meant. Does that make sense? Now to the Hebrew, this is really interesting too. So the literal meaning of cough is a palm, which is considered the location where the yod or the hand of God is actualized. So it's just like the, what we see in earthly relationships, the father would barach his son. He would shape and bend his son by what he was telling him. And so the Yod of God is actualized. Interestingly, <clears throat> the word for Yod is the letter Koth. For this reason, we bless children with palms facing them as God having his palms over us. For this, this image suggests the calling forth of the power of the spirit within them for the manifestation of their physical world. Pretty cool, isn't it? Yes. Isn't that better than what we learned? I think it is. Because that gives me so much more meaning that this mystery, this secret, the riches that you contain, the secret that's been hidden for eight years now revealed, it's the anointing is in you. It's the hope of doxa, that you have the spirit within that can shape anything in the physical. Isn't that a better message? To me, I get excited about it. So what does that mean? Again, if there's any part of my life that's miserable, don't spend one more second in it because you have cough. You have the cough within you. You can, you know, I'll share. I think where some people are struggling a little bit, I, I, I think I know, and we'll, we'll hit that. But uh, does this help you guys? So now watch this. So the verb is to see myself as rich. Guys, dare to, dare to start seeing yourself how, if you were abundant, dare to start seeing your life, what would you be doing? Like, who would you be hanging out with? What would you, what would, uh, what would you do on a uh, Tuesday afternoon? Or what does that feel like? So, if you dare to believe that you have this abundance within you, you watch the entire creation, everything will start revealing that to you. It'll start to mirror you. Isn't that wild? You know, people, that, people that you were struggling with, they're going, wow, this guy's weighty. Also, they'll start looking at you differently. They'll start treating you differently. Just try it. It's really fascinating. Isn't that true? If you walk in, we tell our kids all the time, just walk in and act like you know what you're doing. Yeah. And they respond, right? They do, really. It's, it's really pretty cool. So anyway, but here's what's cool. So if you verb that, if you do this, if you see yourself weighty, if you see yourself glorious, if you see yourself with divine health, that's the verb, the action. It's all within. If you look at the noun, the top one, there's one letter added to it. Kaf, bet, delet. What's the letter that's added to it? My wife knows because we go through this, but it's vav. What's Vav. A nail, it attaches you to it. So when you see yourself abundant, when you see yourself glorious, when you see yourself already splendid, with splen splendid, oh, I'm struggling with that one. So, Iowa kid. So when you see yourself already rich, it attaches itself to you, it vobs to you. Is that cool? That's Hebrew. That is so awesome to me. So yud he vav he is, is salvation, it's Yahweh. Right? But if you look at the pictures in Yahweh, it says this. Yod is the power of the hand of God. Hey is an open window. It's empty. Meaning that I've set before you life and death. Choose what you want to see in that window. Hey, COVID's happening. You can only operate on half the staff in a quarter of the hours or whatever nonsense. You can't have people in your thing. You know what? I'm going to see that we're going to do this much volume and all creation's responding to them right now. That's what he's saying. He's like, we're, they're just coming in and going, hey man, here's the tip and here's this and here's that. And 
It's responding. It's being, a, it's being involved to him. So he's choosing what he sees in there. Most people do this. Please, Lord, bless our business. You can do that for 10 years, and it's not going to change a thing. But when you start to see it already done, now it vavs to what you've seen in the window. Yud, hey, vav, hey. It attaches to what you see. So the hand of God, the literally the power of God, the strength of God to do work is you get to choose what you see and it'll evolve or attach or nail itself to what you see. That's awesome. That's awesome to me, isn't it? So anyway, all right, let's go to this next slide because this is where it starts to get... Thanks for letting me geek out here. <laughs> this is so fun to me though because this stuff's coming to me. It's like coming to me like nobody's business right now. It's so fun. Anybody know what that equation is? <laughs> yeah, it's the equation of gravity. So, and I want you to get this because doxa means weight, unlimited, limitless, unlimited. So what, what we were sharing last week, so Einstein said this, the, the theory of relativity. He says, when you approach the speed of light, there's actually something even faster than the speed of light. It's called spirit where there's no time or distance, meaning that you can, you can see yourself anywhere at any time and any place. So that's the speed of light. That's the spirit realm. And he says, when you operate at the speed of light, when you approach the speed of light, whatever you're looking at becomes infinite mass, meaning it just becomes mass. It becomes literal and, and heavy. So think about this. The, and the, the whole equation of gravity was this. Um, any engineering majors in here? Was it just Barbara? Kobe, you weren't an engineering major, were you? No, I didn't. So I, I just knew this. The equation for just force is MA, mass times acceleration. Anybody remember that? So day one, all of our classes, I, I learned this quickly. If you just put F equals MA in the upper left, I always got three points for that. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, it's three points. This guy knows what he's doing. I'm like, I just know it's worth three points. So I learned fast. So force equals mass times acceleration. So it really is the ability to move physical things is what force is. And the work of God is to take it from the spiritual to the physical. Now, this is what's pretty cool. So the force, the ability to move something of mass is the gravitational constant. You don't need to know that. They, they figured all this out. It's M1, M2 divided by the distance squared. But here's what's really cool about this. So the earth has a mass to it, doesn't it? A weight? Is it more weight than you? Yes. So if I fall off this stage, is it pretty obvious that the weight of the earth is going to influence this mass? What's going to happen to this mass? I'm going to fall down, right? The heavier mass has a force that, that drives the mass to itself. Does that make sense? Now listen to this. If you can operate in the spirit, here Einstein said this, if you are moving at the speed of light, you become infinite mass. So if you are the heaviest, weightiest thing on the planet, what do you think your ability is to draw everything you need to yourself from within? It's limitless. It's prayer. You getting that? That's pretty wild when you understand it. So he says, all creation speaks of me. So if I just see my desire as I want it, as already done, not begging God, please do this for me, just seeing it already done, relaxing myself and, and enjoying my day, seeing myself already receiving the answered prayer. There's a difference. You guys understand that? So a, there's a difference of going, oh Lord, please bless my business, and then panicking. Right? And we all do it, so I'm not, but what we told them and I'm not taking any credit because they did it, but we're just like, here's how it works. How it works, we don't know. Just we're infinite within. We have the power of God within us, Christ in us, the weightiest thing in the world. And so just see yourself already enjoying record months. And they put a number in there. And last month, she goes, it happened last month through all of this. They are the weightiest thing in the world, every one of you. When you just see how you want your life to look in the spirit, most of you guys do this. If you're still trying to manifest it, if you're still trying to get God to answer your prayer, that means you're still begging him to do something out in the future. Does that help you guys? But when you see yourself already there, you're not worried about how to do it because you're already experiencing it. So his, he tells us the kingdom of God is like a seed. 
we plant the seed, but a lot of you guys think it's your job to figure out how it grows too. And you're trying to manifest it and grow it. I was trying to sh- show you just examples that would make sense to you. Like uh, Barb's carrots and potatoes in their garden out on her deck. If I went out there every day and I'm sitting next to the, the bucket of carrots and they go, what are you doing? It's my manifestation time. It's my meditation time. I'm manifesting carrots. They would go, um, the carrot seed has everything within it. It knows how to make itself. That's where I think we miss it. We're trying to, the minute we, we like, oh, then immediately we start getting into gear going, we got to do this and we got to do that and we got to do that. You have to do absolutely nothing. You see it as if you already want it and things will happen to you. And you'll, you'll, be, you'll do things, but it'll just happen to you. You don't have to figure out how to grow the seed. You just see what you desire and ideas will come to you, things will happen. And if you need to do something, it'll be natural. If you don't need to do anything, it'll just show up. That's real. I'm telling you that's very real. Like Barbara and I, this, that's Bill Benelli with his business, right? We would try to share that with people in business going, what are you doing? And Kobe, you saw that. And we would go, we're trying to tell you what we're doing. Well, what are you doing? We're sitting in bed seeing our business explode. Yeah, but what are you doing? Okay, let's try this again. We're sitting in bed, seeing our business explode, and it happened to us. I can honestly say that. Is that fair enough? Going to the Lakers game during FED. Yeah, yeah. Are you? No, you did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All kinds of stuff. We would just do stuff like that. We would just. Then you start. Hey, let your imagination run wild and just have fun with it, and just rest and just go. See yourself already experiencing everything, and it'll happen to you. It's the most interesting thing. Does this help you guys? Because when you when you vote, you get involved to it. So, all right, so the creation of gravity, I'm just trying to show you because it says all creation speaks of him. So if you can understand this, going, you're the weightiest thing in the world. So it's like a black hole. Like you, you see all these things, like black holes, are like these are the most dense, weightiest things in the world. And it literally sucks all everything into itself. That's who you are. That's what it says. You are the weightiest thing. You carry the weight of God, the kavod of God. And, and he says, you know what? Mass is mass, but Einstein, theory of relativity in this... Uh, is energy equals mass, right? So you don't have to push mass anymore. Mass trying to push mass. That's all your business plans. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do all this. I'm gonna do all that. that that's great, but it takes a long time. It takes a lot of effort. Um, you can do it with energy. You can just see it as if it's already done and let it happen to you as well. That's just better to me. And we were just sharing that. Everything that we did that way is still there, the business. And everything that we tried to do on our own, it just kind of grows away. Because if you stop putting in the effort, what happens to it? goes away because it's mass trying to push mass. But if I see myself already enjoying the success I desired, then it happens to me. Does that help you guys? It's the mystery of the kingdom of God. It's literally the weight of God. So it's the, if Jesus thought something and said something, would it happen to him? Then it can happen to you because you're looking at yourself in a mirror. So I'll, I'm, I'm hammering that because I want you to get it. All right, we'll finish this up. So my wife just looked at her, her watch. So... So <laughs> we can see the truth about Christ as when we deserve creation. I, I kind of went all of this. In Einstein's theory of relativity, when you approach the speed of light, we could call that the spirit realm, or just see what you desire within. See it already happen. See you already experiencing the, the prayer answered, not asking him to bless you and then hoping you did it in his will and if he did it right and sometimes he says no and if you got sin, your pipe's clogged and it's not gonna happen. All of that's just ridiculousness. That's what... Just throw all that out because not, there's, no, there's not a sliver of truth in any of that, to be honest with you. Every prayer verse is assurance. He wants you to be so sure of his unlimited love for you. He wants you to be so sure. Just as a bride is, if, if a bride was married to the, the greatest husband, the most loving husband, the, the wealthiest husband in the world, which you and I are all married to, wouldn't he treat us like that? Of course he would. So he didn't make it hard. So anyway, where you see yourself in the spirit, you will see yourself in the physical. That's really just quantum physics and that's that equation actually. So all creation bends and brings it to pass. It's the kavod of God within you, okay? All right, last slide. So, okay, I better put my goggles on because I wrote a little. All right, this is what I was sharing with you earlier. I really want you to get this, that this is simple. This is not hard. So if it feels like it's hard, whatever, I know that I, I know the challenge is you're trying to ask God to, to give it to you. Meaning you're thinking about it. 
versus seeing myself already experiencing it. Because he says, before you've even asked, I have it. So, let me just see what I wrote here. Yeah. If you're miserable, don't spend another minute in it. You have the ability to choose what you focus on. You really do. It gets easier and easier, guys. And if you really understood that Christ is in you, that the weightiest thing in the world, it literally bends and shapes everything physical, all heaven and earth will move to make that true in your life. That's the weightiness of God in you. Is that cool? Yeah. That's cool to me anyway. So, so it really is this, is decide what you like your situation to be. If you're not begging God for it, that's thinking about it, that's hoping he'll do it, that's hoping you're praying in his will correctly and then he might somehow do it for you. But there's always that doubt because he might not right? Or you might have sin in your life or maybe he won't come through. Impossible, impossible. If you see it as already done, there's not a physical thing in the world that will stand in the way to come make that happen in your life. But you see yourself already enjoying it and accept that that's true. And just stay in there. So if you're enjoying it, like, oh my God, this is how my business is and this is how my family is and this is how my, my, my health is. I feel so good. Like that, that lady who was a quadriplegic, she goes, I still could feel it and see it in my mind, what it felt like to flip and, and spin and do, and do all these different things that I don't know, Mikel, you know, as a gymnast. Because I've never done that, so I don't know how it feels. <laughs> but she goes, I could still do it in my mind, so I knew what would happen in the physical. Is that cool? So, all right. So decide what you want your situation to be. You're not begging God for it. You're seeing yourself as already enjoying it. You're seeing what you desire as already real. You see it finished and complete. And so that's why your job is not to plant. Your job is just to plant the seed. He gives us all these parables of physical things so we can understand what the kingdom is and what our life is in Christ. Your job is to plant the seed. And it seems so simple, but I want you to get this. So if you're miserable some in area of your life, what would be salvation in that area? What would be yudhe to you in that area? So if you're struggling financially, what would be the answer? Money. Provision, abundance, right? So, so it's not like, oh, please, I'm trying to have this. And then they're going, but it's not working. If you see yourself already having it and you just stay there, like you wake up in the morning and go, oh, it feels so good to have that. I promise you it'll come. It cannot. It's, it literally coughs and bends all reality into that. That's the Hebrew. Is that cool? Most people are thinking about it or trying to pray it into existence or manifest it, all these words that people are using. I'm going, no, just plant the seed. He doesn't ask us to manifest it. He goes, if you want corn, plant corn. If you want, if you want potatoes, plant potatoes. So if you want abundance, dare to see yourself abundant today. Just what does it look like? What are you doing? How, who would you, in, what were the emotions would be like? You can't not but express gratitude. If you see yourself and it becomes real, that I'm just seeing myself as heavy, I'm seeing myself as splendid and glorious, and this is what my life likes, and it feels so good to be doing this, and this is where I'd be traveling, this is who I'd be spending life with, and you just stay there, you feel good. You feel good, right? When you, the minute you start trying to figure it out and the economy and this and that, how do you feel? You feel weak, <laughs> you feel miserable, you're like, what the is going on, right? Then we start doing stuff, well, what if, the, then we start getting weird secret societies and this guy's gonna get elected and then this is gonna happen and they're worshiping Satan. I'm like, that has nothing to do with think on these things. Things that are lovely, things that are glorious. Because that may happen to you. It'll evolve to you if that's what you're focused on, but it will not touch me. And I'm, no, I'm mildly stupid, guys. I'm just, enjoying this. It's like playing in the playground. It's like once you get some of these secrets, you're like, oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you the smart guys don't get this. <laughs> like, us dumb guys just kind of just, it works. Thank you, Father. It's gratitude, honestly. You just feel glorious about it. So, all right. If you're trying to figure out how it will happen, I'm telling you, you're going to have fear. You're going to doubt because I know if you're trying to figure out how you're happening, you're not living as if it's already happened in your mind. If you're living as all happened in your mind, you wake up and go, oh, it feels so good to have that in my life and then walk around as if that's true. And you watch if creation doesn't fold itself into that. So anyway, <clears throat> um, yeah, so you're, if you're still trying to make it happen or manifest it or going, what am I doing wrong? I promise you, you're just not staying in the end. You're not focused as if it's already done. Because that'll, that'll, you'll, 
the facts are gonna screw you up, reason's gonna, is it reasonable to go, I have half the staff, half the menu, half the, half the people coming in, and I have my record months, is that reasonable? That's not reasonable, but it's kingdom. Amen? They've got their focus on the right thing. And that's what all I want you guys to do. And it, it doesn't even matter if you have a job, if you have a business, so that all creation will move and there's not anything, any force on earth because you are the most weightiest, limitless thing. You can vote things. The cough in you, the mystery of the cough, literally is the, any potential that you see and experience is already done will become real and actual in your life. Amen? So that I hope you can get to your feet. Hopefully that makes sense to you guys. Uh, so it'd be like this as a, uh, an example. Um, and that you've, anybody in the prayer team, Ashley and some of you guys, this is all we do with people because we want them to show how real it is. And so it would, it would be um, like, let's just use a, uh, I just wrote some notes just to kind of give you like practical how we do this. So let's say you have a financial desire because that's a lot of things going on today with all that, with the economy and everything else. So I just wrote this, I, I said, imagine what you'd be doing if you already had that desire, if you already had those finances. What would you be doing? What, what emotions would you be feeling? If you're praying, trying to make it happen, I know your focus isn't on it yet. You're still thinking about it. You're still trying to figure it out. You're still trying to hear God. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm hearing God. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, guys. You, you can't, it's so easy to hear him. He gives you little nudges of, what do you want your life to look like? That's how to hear God. He gives, he gives you desires in your heart. You can't miss it, amen? But then what happens is you kick in the gear and you start trying to figure it out. Well, then I gotta go do this and I gotta do that. If you're, if you're looking at it and it seems hard or, oh my God, I'm gonna have to do this, that is not prayer. Prayer is, I'm already looking at it, feeling so much gratitude that it's already happened to me. I have so much awe and joy of God. And you watch if that doesn't happen to you. Does that make sense? All right, so Father, we love you, we praise you. Oh, just thank you for what you're doing in people's lives. It's easy, this is not hard. You would never make it hard for your bride. You would never make it hard for your kids. You would never set up a, a power outside of us to oppose us. There's nothing outside of a man that could ever defile us. It's everything's within, and you've given us the glory, your weight, your glory, your riches within. So if we just dare to see ourselves as the life that we desire is already experiencing it, heaven and earth will move and that'll become so real to us in divine speed. In Jesus' magnificent name, amen, amen, amen. God bless you guys, we'll see ya. If you wanna give, you can give up here, all you guys online as well, we appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next week.